Okay, hold up. I gotta I gotta get back in the zone. Us um My mama said I'm a good boy. Good boy. My, My mama, mama said I'm a little little special, special big, guy. big guy. My, My dad said, said that yeah, yeah. I'm in okay. Okay. go to, to the grocery <laughs> store. store. We don't, we don't get, get milk, milk anymore, anymore because my mom <laughs> said that that, that milk, milk is, is bad. bad. Yeah, dude. Oh, dude. Let's go. Okay. Let's fucking go. Man. Round of applause. I just ha- I needed I needed that. Yeah, we just needed that real quick. Hey everybody, welcome to Three Brothers One Brain Cell Episode Two. Hey, I'm uh, I am Steven. I'm Justice. I'm Judah, and we're all co-hosts. We're all, that's a, we're can all... you call it a co-host when there are three of us? We're, we're the hosts. We're trio hosting. We, we're tri- okay. we're trio hosts. This is episode two. Again, the three of us are going to be bringing three different topics to discuss. It might get off topic. Who knows? It's whatever. We're just here to entertain you guys with whatever the fuck we're going to be talking Dude, about. Dude, I hope it gets off topic because when it gets off topic. That's when we get into the meat. We st- <laughs> Right? We start talking about that nitty gritty. It's, we get off, uh, last episode we got off on some pretty interesting stuff way, way off topic. Yeah, I, I hope mine does that because I feel like, again, mine is not that interesting but dude it was it, it was interesting it, it, look it doesn't hey, have thanks, to be man. out of this world high like eye catching your just had mom to has to be out of this world mm, oh okay. why don't we roll that I was think... like you made the first your mom joke <laughs> of the podcast i think i want to go you of all people I did it. second maybe well or... you gotta roll we gotta roll, roll no 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 we gotta roll it got a two hey all right you might get your wish of going. Ah, uh, who's got? Oh, wow! Steven, you go. There's you some. Go, con- there's some. No, it's com- fine. There's some confusion. I'm just over gonna start narrating nuts. when um, we're, what we're doing like physically right now. Stephen just rolled five. Okay. Justice is taking the die in his hand and he's tossing it around Thank like his little butterfly. Thank you, Judah. Oh, oh, oh what is oh. it? One. Oh, so we're gonna be so going you clockwise. Go. You will it be going second. Me, so I'm going oh. last. All right, man. What are you, uh, you leading us off? You leading right. us off this time? I, Stephen, will be leading the first topic. Let's go. My dude. topic is... That was a book of pages that I filed through. Paper. Paper. Let's go. Can dude. I tell you the wonders of paper? Yeah, please do. No, yeah. I didn't. So, I just got done reading this book called Star Wars The Old Republic uh, Revan. I kept seeing on like Amazon, Amazon, and like people trying to sell it online. Uh, I decided to actually buy cave and buy one. Um, so essentially, this book, David Context, with Star Wars: The Old Republic, it was originally made by Bioware. What the, the Knights of the Republic? Yeah, series? it was Bioware. Yeah, was it? Yeah, well, it was Bioware. It was. I can look it up. No, it was. It I totally don't trust was. You guys. Don't look it up. I'm literally gonna look it up. I don't believe you. Bioware. Bioware. Yeah. I don't believe you. So what, the first okay. Old Republic? Yeah. Yeah, and then he made the second one, too. And I they, I think they also made the online one, but I don't know if that was before they got bought out. Um, It says Bioware uh, said that they didn't want anything to do with this, so... No, they didn't. Yeah, they... It like, was such a hit, though. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I can't find it. Hold on. Who is it by? It's Bioware. Bioware. It's not, though. It, it is. is. Wow, we are saying everything at the same time we right are, now. We are, and I don't know why. So, Wait, hold up, guys. 
really we're gonna die from we're gonna dude. die from methane intake. Like really focus on that sneeze, dude. It just went away. I know. Every oh, it happens every, every single every time. Every time I say really focus on it, you lose it, and that's like you that's know, my at, little secret. When I'm at work and I make <laughs> people's drinks and I'm about to sneeze, like, and I'm really busy and I can't like look away, or there's like a bunch of people in the shop. Like, I'll be facing away from them, like, towards, like, the counter making a drink. And I'll just be like, <laughs> where they can't hear me. Because it like, breathing through because it's just, like, you know, like, a dust particle. So I'm, I'm just, like, making oh. their drink, like, <laughs> facing away from their drink so I'm not blowing in their drink. I'll, if you, like, listen closely, you just hear. <laughs> so it sounds like I'm about to cry making their drink. That's awesome, dude. <laughs> hey, we totally got off topic. No, your, actually, that was... That was going to be my topic, is uh, trying not to sneeze. Oh, really? So, About the, like, the Old Republic book and everything? Yeah, yeah, that was uh, relevant. Cool. So <laughs> That's nice. To give context, Old Republic was first made, uh, it was a video game at the start. Uh, well, actually, it was always a video game. I guess people just made outside non-canon books. Yeah. So, you know, as a... Non-canon on this... There we wow. go. Dude, <laughs> step it's, closer it's, to methane. It's set. It's set. That's this is so my good. thing. This you're, is my thing. You're the gassy boy. Oh, man. <clears throat> this We're going to be, thing. like, nauseated by the time because yeah. it's going to fill up our studio with a fart. Dude. So, to give, again, to give context, Old Republic is a video game made by BioWare set in the Star Wars universe thousands of years before all the prequels and The Empire Strikes Back and all those movies happened. Way before there's only, like, two Sith and they're, like, more, like, gatherings, like, the very much like the Jedi Order where they're, like, Sith. Yeah. So, uh, Revan is uh, one of the most iconic legends, I have to say, probably birthed, uh, aside from Darth Bane, birthed out of the, uh, what is considered Legends universe, up until recent. Yo, hold on. I'm sorry. Real quick. Can we yeah. talk about, like, fucking Darth Bane and how fucked oh. up that character is? I don't know and anything it, about Darth Bane. Y'all have always... Darth Bane. Y'all have always been the ones for, um... Dude, like, there's Nazi some Republic up stuff. Yeah, dude. What Messed was up. that? I, what was the one that we would read? I can never remember the name there of it. There was the one, uh, Darth Bane. So, again, context to Darth Bane is. He yeah. is... I think he's now canon. Yes. Is he? he? was made canon by Star Wars Clone Wars. What? What? Yeah, because Yoda in Star Wars Clone Wars, the very end when Netflix is wrapping on the last season, and it's that season is now in Disney, so it's canon. Darth Bane, when uh, Yoda was making his uh, whole journey to being able to retain himself in the Force, he had to go to an abandoned Sith planet and a Sith temple, and there he came into the illusion or the Force ghost of Darth Bane. <gasps> Dude, I didn't know that. Darth Bane. They were actually, fun fact, in the precursor, they had Darth Revan and Darth Bane together talking to, Dar- to Yoda, but they decided to just do Darth Bane. Oh, in a, in a gay way? N- no. No, 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 oh, no, no. They were both, the, they were both oh. Force ghosts talking to Darth Sidious. Uh, not Darth Sidious, but Yoda. I'm but so they cut it out. Just, and unfortunately, later, with Disney's Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes, the mobile app, they released Darth Revan and all the Old Republic characters in it. Therefore, what? I think that canonized. Oh. Uh, the whole Old Republic is now canon. That's so well, cool. They're making the game well, again. Exactly. PS5, dude, which is something yeah. else I wanted to talk about. So, PS5? No, 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 no. But the um, Old Republic is getting a remake game, mm-hmm. which is basically you are the protagonist, or antagonist. <laughs> I got it right the first time. Protagonist. The protagonist. The uh, <laughs> protagonist, uh, Revan, which at the start of the game, huge spoilers, but it's like a 2008 game, so. Mm. 
Dude, come on. I know. I just ruined it. Bro, don't. You're spoiling oh, this man, ancient man. game. Well, I'm going to go anyway. What was it? You don't know. That's like, that's like talking about World War II and then going, oh, I don't need to spoil anything. <laughs> Stop. Oh, oh, man. No spoilers. Yo. Tell you who wins, but no spoilers. You start at the beginning of the game. Revan, as context of the character, is a Jedi who fought in this Mandalorian war. The Mandalorians decided to wage war on the current Republic. The Jedi was like, oh, most of the council like, oh, don't get involved. You'll fall to the dark side. Don't get involved. But Revan took action because there were so many people getting slaughtered by the Mandalorians. So Revan decided to take action and led a bunch of rogue, quote, quote, Jedi with them. Which, unfortunately, because of war and what that breeds, many of them actually fell to the dark side. And including Revan, with oh. the corruption of war. Dude, I actually don't know a whole lot about. Yeah, I don't the... either. I'm so, not a big Star Wars buff. Revan, I'm learning. Start, which is the character play, started out as Jedi, then turned to the Sith and heralded a new Sith Empire invading the Republic, and was probably going to crush them because he just got done leading the Jedi Order and the Republic to crush the Mandalorians. The Mandalorians, what? he crushed them to, to the point of, hold no, hold on. Revan beat the Mandalorians? That's that so that's the whole context is Revan led the Jedi who followed him in the Republic uh-huh. to combat the Mandalorians who were trying to take over the Republic space. Dude, Dude I had And no he idea. beat them. That's what his mask is, is a Mandalorian mask. Oh So Revan donned the first the front faceplate of a Mandalorian mask, thus say uh, a tribute to what he's done before. Yeah. Do you play as Revan in the first one? Yes, man. Yeah, dude. Oh. Are you trying to mess with me? No. You've, you've played dude, the yes. first one. Yeah, I, I forgot it was, find... his name was Revan. That's the big arc. It's Your... Darth Revan. Your mom's a big arc. So well, the big in... villain so is in... Malak. I love Malak. Well, dude. which fun thing like the, is... The... I hated fighting him, but I love Oh, dude, that's disturbing. Game. Dude, even had his jaw off. I gotta be honest. Even when you cheat through that entire game, it's fighting still so he's still hard. Fighting Malik is still difficult. Dude, I went through that. Sorry, excuse me. That burped. Wow. That whole yo shout out mental illness. Let me let me let you know something. <laughs> so I went through the whole game, and I went double bladed lightsaber. I cool forgot build. to upgrade. My actual dual wielding stat. I had all my attacks all the way up, and I forgot I needed to upgrade my dual wielding stat to make me more fluent. Dude. Okay, how did you do? How did you play I, I the whole for, game like that? I I happened to beat everything. It was just harder, and I noticed I I kept missing rolls. I kept missing strikes that I would do to fight these enemies. At the very end, I kept having my ass kicked. Is it by Malik? And I realized when I looked at my stats. I hadn't leveled up anything that required me oh to be God. good at dual wielding for a double bladed saber. So I'm having my ass handed, and I had to like use all the tricks in the book to even beat the game. It's too late to go back because all my other saves are gone. That's kind that of sucks. Great, it actually. was bad. Is it bad that the only thing I want them to do in the new one is make it to where you can jump? Dude, I know. I oh, that I was have something that I have to say. That yeah. game, I can still play it. It feels very now. point and clicky. Yes, but the only thing that I, the only thing in that game that I cannot handle is that you can't jump. That's it. See, and, and that's the thing that what makes it so good about that game, even though the gameplay is dated, the graphics yeah. are dated. I highly recommend if no one's played Old Republic, I would play that game. Uh, forewarning on Xbox, it's a little hard to control with a controller. It's more of a mouse and keyboard kind of thing. And like, okay, so if you're well, playing it. 
Wait, it's wait. a lot harder to play with your clothes on. I could keep the band. Oh, my word. <laughs> <laughs> so if you, if you like, want to send a clip of your feet while you're playing the game to us, then, I mean, that's pretty cool, too. Um, three Brothers. Three, three Brothers. One, uh, uh, three Brothers, One Brain Cell does not support this. Okay. We, we wait, do not am I being outcast? behind feet pigs. But the whole thing, if no one's played that game, I highly recommend it, especially if you're in Star Wars. The story alone, honestly, that's why I keep two is okay and all, but I agree with the um, critics on it. It's it's really quick compared to the first one. How long it takes and the story behind it. The second one is really short in retrospect. I you can never, do a lot, but it's short. I didn't. Um, I played the first one. Like, second all the one's way a good story. Still. Multiple times. But I, yeah, I never played the second one. It has lore, it has story, it has good, interesting takes that the first one didn't have. You don't play as Revan in the second one. Actually, um, Revan has disappeared in the second one, oh. and no one can find him. He went off to fight some force at the edge of the unknown space, and he they never saw him again. Interesting. Um, and the first game, really just story alone, because it, it, in the whole story, it talks about how Revan actually... You start as his character as memory loss, and you can't remember who you are. And throughout the game, there's bits and pieces that you keep collecting over and over time, and you come to the realization, and with a, 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 a admittance from some of the companions you pick up along the way, that the Jedi Council, uh, they raided, they tried to combat you and your apprentice... Darth Malak, who is also a Jedi who fought alongside you in the Mandalorian Wars, or Revan in the Mandalorian Wars, uh, they were ambushed, and their whole ship was attacked. Revan boarded a Republic ship, or um, while the Republic was onslaughting Revan's flagship, Malak chose the opportunity to become the ultimate Sith Lord and rise over Revan and bombed uh, Revan's ship, like and a bitch. and he thought he killed Revan. But from what it turns out, you or a character had some memory loss in the Jedi Council, had healed you, but also wiped away your memory to maybe redeem you. Or, like, so Revan would not, Darth Revan would not come back because he was such a problem. Also, like, a bitch. You know what I've never understood is, like, there's a true ending of the game and there's not a true ending. So there is canon for Bioware. And the yeah. light, the light. So that's also a cool thing. You can either choose to go back to the dark side as Revan, which is not canon. Which that's what you turn out to be. <laughs> it's you not. Turn, you turn Don't out do it. to be Darth Revan, and you can choose with your memory, uh, recovering your memory, either to fall back to your dark side, like a little to bitch. Darth Revan, yeah. <laughs> or you can choose to better yourself and come to the light side and actually save the Republic from the Sith army you built that Malak is now heralding, like a sexy motherfucker. And and the canon ending is you are uh, Darth Revan ends up being. Uh, returning to the light, so it goes from light side to dark to light. And dude, the the immersive dialogue you have your companions, the story that they build up, it's just all. You think it's kind of you think it would be like oh it's just light dark light. It's like this really super powerful character, but in all actuality, you just you're you're playing a legend, yeah, of this time in the Repu- old Republic era. Dang. So you end up returning back to the light side, and this is what my book topicked. Is, or, or, is, or, is Marth in there? Is Marth in there? Marth? You mean Karth? Karth. No. Marth. I hate... No, Karth. I hate Karth. This book, With written by Drew Karpishan. Uh I have a little bit of critiques. You can tell he edited it and published it himself. <gasps> but he pulled... What is wrong with him, He dude? pulled topics from... He pulled from the second and first uh, Old Republic, kind of mixing them together and bringing them into one, which is really good. He did a really good job at that. 
Uh, I, there was, I hate him, actually. There was some dialogue in the books that was really cheesy, really corny, but as a whole, it actually delved into when Revan disappeared in Nice Old Republic 2 and why and what happened. At your mom's oh, house. And okay. I think this is after he kind of just made it into a book because uh, the online version kind of delved into it. Hmm. So my book's basically about the character Darth Revan, who, after he disappeared, explains why. So Revan realized... Revan didn't just turn to the dark side. Revan's still struggling with his memories, and he keeps dreaming of a stormy planet. I'm not, I'm not going to give you the brief synopsis of the book. He discovers that through his memory loss, he recovers, he remembers this, this world outside of the known Republic space that he and Malak went to and came back from, and when they came back from said unknown space, they were turned to the dark side. So they left the light side to find something that they both sensed, and they came back turned to the dark side. Oh, they found that Sith planet. Dude. They, they found, found a, a Sith planet um, with the uh, main antagonist in the uh, online version. Remember the old dude, the beard, and the yellow lightsaber um, in the cinematics? Older man, the two twins who fought, and there's this old older yeah. man. That yeah. He is, turned the girl evil or something like that? He turned Revan evil because oh his God. power was so immense. His name was Darth Emperor Vitiate, who, and no, I, I've never even heard about. Have this you stuff. known there is an actual Sith race that was uh, extinguished, or they thought they extinguished by the Jedi Order? There is a purebred Sith race, and they all have red skin and tendrils coming off, like the guy in the cinematic trailer with the double red lightsaber when they cut his helmet off, oh. had the red face. Yeah. That is not just a random race. That is a Sith race. Pure. That is what Isn't a that kind pure. Of like what Yoda is no like a Jedi. Uh, pretty much. They're like race. force beings. So there are Sith Yoda's beings. A force being basically. That's what they're. That's like Grogu and everything like that. Yes. They're like force beings. I was kind no of identified about race. Them. They are yeah. kind of like a mysterious force race, sensitive race. Yo, that's kind of. I didn't even know about yes. Sith. Wait, they're so like they're, hot, they're like Cotton Eye Joe. So there is this pure Sith bread race. Loaded? Where do they go? Well, no <laughs> word. So there is like humans. Who are Sith, which is the classic known one. There's like Pal- uh, like Emperor Palpatine, Darth Vader, but beforehand in the Old Republic, there was a such thing as a purebred race of Sith. I'm getting who major looked- racism vibes. Right well, now. yeah, they look down <laughs> upon humans. Like they still like they would still apprentice, have humans apprentice under them and everything, or humans would rise up in the councils, dark sides. But they're always looked as lesser because of Sith race. They can live because <laughs> of Sith race. The Sith race. Sorry, let me take a little sip. <laughs> let me take a little sip. As a Sith race, they can last longer and live longer when they attune to the dark side, whereas it covered in this book that as humans, as regular humanoid people, that they can't live as long, and with all the dark side energy they take into them, they begin to age more and more, become weaker over time, whereas it happens to the pure Sith bread race, but it happens slower. Dude, I've... um... There's like a there's like this, cool shit. this theory, you know how how Darth Sidious is like debatably one of the most OP De- Siths. Debatably. Um, but <laughs> then you've got like his master, who's like uh, Darth Pl- duh. Darth Plagueis. Darth Plagueis, right? Well, he mastered what Palpatine baited Anakin with. Well, I, was, but I don't I think was, Palpatine knew. I was getting on the races of them. Right, yeah. like you, you never really see Darth Plagueis. I've seen a few fan arts of him. The one long of like head, the, yeah, potentially canon. He's got like that long head. I can't remember what that race is called, mm. but that's 
that, and then you've got the he was maybe Jar Jar Binks was Darth. No, Vegas, no, 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 no. He was Jar Jar like Binks that. was canon Sith, but yeah. it was not Plagueis. Um, what if it was like? What if he was like one of the red red skinned guys with like the little mouth tendrils? Dude, he may have been. Like, because if he was so adept, if Darth Plagueis had actually learned how to save people through the dark side of the Force and prolong life, yeah, m- maybe. That's, and that's why it's like, so powerful. What happened to his mouth tubes, though? But, mouth tubes. talking about powerful Sith, Tendrils. actually, Darth Vitiate, or Emperor Vitiate, I would say, is a close runner-up to Palpatine. Really? So, Darth Vitiate, after the Sith, he's a thousand plus years old. Darth Vitiate? Darth Vitiate. <laughs> Darth Vitiate is this guy... <laughs> who, when he was a very young kid, was born with black eyes and obviously an attunement to the dark side. Damn. I don't I know. Wish. They didn't cover his whole backstory and why he became like that, but as a kid on his home world, he had a different name. He, as a like, 10, 12-year-old boy, started to destroy grown-ass men mastered in the dark side. And he was so much Whoa. of a problem in this planet, he started taking over small towns, and the ruler of this planet hadn't, like, thought, is like, oh, these are just farmland towns I don't care about, I'm not going to pay attention. But if he had nipped in the bud, he would have saved himself from what was about to happen. This, this sounds uh, like a certain, you know, how we were talking about World War II earlier? I don't, oh. I'm not going to say any names here, no. but this, was this he sounds... A, uh, did he this happen sounds... to be an artist? No. <laughs> he was a failed so artist. off the bat, like, he murdered his mom and dad. As a kid, hmm. and he started destroying all these adept dark side users and ended up taking over the whole planet. Whoa. And after he took over the whole planet, he became ruler. So many, many years after, he actually decided not to join in the Great Sith War when all the original Sith race went to War with the Republic and they all got slaughtered. He sent out a message, and he played it slow, and he planned out. He sent out a message to the Sith and said, hey, come <laughs> back to this homeworld. I know, I keep listening. A message. A message to the Sith. <laughs> I didn't notice. And they came back to his planet. The planet's like, oh, he's like, hey, I have hope, refuge. I know what we're going to do, how to combat the Republic. He had all the remaining Sith come back. And he had them perform a dark sac- a dark side sacrifice ritual. Like, or a ritual to herald some sort of power. Hark. He, what he did to the planet. Carthonasses. No, no. He summoned Carthonasses, so, the most powerful <laughs> Sith. Dude, he, that's like Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> when he performed the ritual, he absorbed all the power and being that the dark side users were, but it gave him so much reach that he reached across the entire planet, sucked the life out of every person, animal, insect, trees, plants, everything. He absorbed the whole life force of this planet through this dark side ritual oh to the point of... When Revan went back and he remembered uh, the planet that was key to finding the Sith planet, when anyone stepped on it, they could immediately feel the absence of the Force. He absorbed the living force of this entire planet through this ritual. And when every Jedi or Sith went on there, they could not use their Force abilities because there was no Force present to draw upon. It actually disattuned them and made people feel like they were going crazy if they visited this planet. In the book, there were several Jedi and Sith who visited this planet the, and found the, out the about it. the planet that Revan and Malak visited? No. Y- yes. That was a precursor to them discovering the Sith planet. Hmm. Okay. So, 
at the end of this book, to wrap up this book, Darth Revan remembers who he is. He actually helped Candorus become leader of Mandalore. As Revan, he hid the mask of Mandalore, which is a uh, like the Darksaber equivalent to back then for the Mandalorians. He defeated Mandalore the Ultimate and hid his mask and helped Candorus and his colony when he became light side. He helped Candorus become the ruler of the new Mandalorians so they can be stronger because he knew there's an other threat coming through and that Mandalorians were a good line of defense and that they were weakened. And he realized that Vitiate had dominated Mandalore the Ultimate's mind into triggering the Mandalorian War to weaken the Republic. And when Revan went searching for it after he defeated the Mandalorians, he went to find Vitiate. And Vitiate had dominated Revan's and Malak's mind, turning them to the dark side to rage war on the Republic as a, as a spy and a scout to test the Republic. And if he defeated, Revan would come back and tell Vitiate about the Republic and he could come in and take over the Republic. It was all this guy oh Trigger, triggering oh the Mandalorian God. Wars and Revan as a dark side user. But because Revan didn't come back, when he had his mind addled with, it broke the domination of the Emperor's powers. All I'm hearing Therefore, is there's domination. <laughs> but Revan, Revan came oh. back to fight Vitiate. He took um, T3 and the main chick from um, Old Republic 2, yeah. who was actually a Jedi who she helped Revan fight in the Mandalorian Wars as a right-hand person. Oh, my God. They came back. They team up with a Sith because they realize this Sith, there's a Sith that turned from the dark side. It's like, oh, I, I really, he found out what the Emperor did. It's like, oh, I don't, the Sith want to take over stuff. They don't want to have the whole life drained out of stuff because that's what Vitiate was due to retain his immortality. Yeah. Is drain the life force. Like, there's nothing to take over. There's nothing to dominate. He is literally a, destroying everything to a point of this no point as a Sith code, like Sith rule to dominate. Right. He was taking everything. So in the end... <laughs> He's dominating and taking? So in the bro, end... I gotta say, bro, Vitiate can dominate me any day he dude. wants. But he also he wants will. to be taken. Oh, well then I'll take him Here. and then he can dominate so me. The, so, oh the end of, so the end of this book... And dude, I'm not gonna lie. Dude, please, when I When I got to the don't. end... Everybody does. When I don't get, lie. When I... Yeah, keep going. I'm done. When I got to the end... I was a little upset. Oh, really? And not because of Revan. I already kind of saw it coming. But uh, Revan actually <laughs> you know had what a, else I, Okay. Revan had a son with Bastila, and he was going to come back to her and raise her child, and he never come, came back. Oh, they were a thing? Yeah. It was ca- it's canon that they actually got married against right. like the Jedi Council. Revan is the coolest. Re- oh, oh, you get this? When Revan came back to the Force came back to the light side, he actually, the Jedi Council put up with Revan getting married with Bastila because he dis- he realized that all the Jedi Council's teachings were completely right, and he thought it'd be better, better if the Sith drew off of anger and hate. What if the Jedi drew off of love and happiness and all those emotions, how much more powerful and better it would be for the light side? But the Jedi Council's like, um, no, no, no. You can't teach this. You're married to Bastila. That's cool. You can do that as long as you don't talk about anything you just told us. Keep the subject of oh. happiness in mind, dude. So uh, 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 that's a little off back backtracking, but at the end of the book, Revan, the may, the other chick from Old Republic 2, and a Sith, and T3, the little unit droid, go to yeah. fight Vitiate and take him down. Oh, my God. At the very end, the Sith had a vision that Revan would not be the Jedi to take down Vitiate. 
because Revan had kind of been filling all the Sith mind with new ideologies and about visions, because Sith don't really have visions all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and as the Sith saw that, as they were fighting, Revan was getting shocked by this really powerful dark vitiate, and they step in. The Sith decided to turn and to be the right hand, to convince the Emperor that he was just playing them. He killed, he backstabbed the main chick. And beforehand, dude. So, wait, I'm a little, I'm a little lost. I think so. The main chick is not Bastila. I think no, the main, main chick for Old Republic Two. I can't Mitra. Her name was Mitra. This is oh. the character who's canon that you play in Old Republic Two. I've been lost like the whole time. Have you actually? Kind of a little bit. I'm not good. Am with I kind this. of losing you guys? No, that's just because Judah's been on his phone, dude. I've been. Invested. I've been on my phone like on and off, but so, I've, I've never really understood the Star Wars lingo. At the at the end, Revan is captured by. Vitiate, mm-hmm. and Mitra goes from save goes to save him, and they're like, "Okay, we need to stop this guy." And the Sith is with him, another Sith guy named Darth Scourge, which is like a little cheesy name, but you know. Yeah. And they fight, and they go to fight Vitiate. Initially, Vitiate like kind of as they're in the final, they actually get through their guards, and they're gonna fight Vitiate. Vitiate shocks and bursts inner like this purple electricity through Darth Revan. He gets crumpled. Damn. So, I hate how this ends for this character. But T3, you know the unit droid you start out? There's a droid who's like an older model R2-D2 thing. Oh, yeah. And he he's the first companion you get besides another guy. And you buy this droid. He goes through all your adventures and everything. And as he as you're getting shocked, T3 throws a flamethrower at Vitiate to, like, stave him off and actually gets Darth Revan's, or Revan some time to recover himself. But Vitiate turns around and he actually destroys... Uh-huh. T3 uh-huh. with lightning and the way they described it was Darth Revan like Revan yelled out no and it described as bits of his friend was blown up and he was destroyed and bits of his friend like kind of like dashed all over the place and on him oh man and that was the end of that T3 character dude I hate it how it ended because it's like it's a, it, a character you wouldn't think would die and it's always a solid little buddy that you have and he got absolutely got annihilated yeah. The dark side of the Sith turned on them, and Revan was actually captured by Vitiate, and Vitiate used Revan as a vessel to draw power from imprisonment. But Revan was holding on and trying to keep the facade since he never told the Emperor about the Republic. At the end, at the end of the book, Revan is captured for the rest of his life, being drawn upon by the Emperor as the Emperor's trying to withdraw information about the status of the Republic and Bastila, and everyone never see Revan again. Oh, and is that uh, that okay? That is the book, though. So it actually is canon in the online series that Vitiate had killed Revan. Ew! I know. Gross. I know. Fuck Vitiate. But in, I'll save that for another time. That that that's my topic. So uh, sorry that was really lengthy, and really facty and everything, and like really in depth. But that is just the book that I read, and it was not a bad read, because I'm all about Old Republic. It's just very interesting. We should we should just turn the podcast into like a book club or something. <laughs> I I didn't mean for it to be book club. It's no, just it's something cool. I thought. Yeah, I liked I like listening. I'm not like a huge Star Wars <gasps> fan, but yeah. it's cool when you talk about it because you're so passionate about it. It's like it's interesting. Right. It's a good read. Hey, so remember when I hey. said to get, uh, keep happiness in mind? Penis. Happiness. Yeah. Um. That's not my subject, but happiness is my subject. Okay. Um, so I have just like, you know, brain vomited a little bit of... Hold up. Sorry. I'm so sorry. 
Wow, All dude. Right. That, that was, was the sound of a brain bonnet. That was awesome. Okay, so my topic is about happiness. And I've, I have, like, a few just, like, little things I've written down um, of, like, key points that, you know, I want to ask about. And, you know, the first thing is, like, how do you define happiness? Like, are you asking us? Yeah. Wait, what, as, what do as, I define happiness as? people, as? like, how do you define your own happiness for yourself? I would define... This is, like, genuine? Yes, this is genuine. Okay. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm changing, dude. I define, <laughs> I define happiness as cocaine for the start of every morning. Really? Okay. And once I get my cocaine in, a nice cup of coffee right Okay, so afterwards. like genuinely shut the fuck up. <laughs> Dude, like I'm seriously, talking. I'm being serious here. <laughs> I'm, I'm being serious. I'm trying to have heart to heart and you're just you're just messing it all up for me. Dude, I'm talking about happiness. Okay. In all honesty, I mean you're by the look on your face, you are so baiting me. Yeah, I feel like you're going to say But set us I'm up. not. I seriously am not. Okay. This is this is my subject. I'm not joking. Okay. okay. Well then in all seriousness, uh, a lot of people mistake material, uh, material things as a material girl, as one would say, <laughs> as the uh, as the uh, TikTokers say. Absolutely. Um, oh my god! <laughs> shut up. He's doing for all of the everybody listening. He's doing a little. He does like a little limp wrist wave <laughs> with his hand while he's saying it. Material girl. I'm a material girl. Okay, but um, happiness, I think, really comes from relationships and friendships with people and. Um, a, a bettering of oneself uh, with what you would want to do versus what people confuse with is like, and I know this is stereotypical because people talk about this all the time, but like having a lot of money, as much money as you can get because, oh, if I'm just a little bit richer, because I've caught myself that mindset. like, oh man, I really wish yeah. I had more money. If I had more money, I'd be able to get this, 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 this. Yeah. And then and I'd be the, happy. At the Yes. But then at the and end I, of the day, you realize that your emotional state is like entirely solely on you. Exactly. Because you think you'll feel better if you get more set up financially with stuff, which, yes, having financial stability is not bad, but an excess of anything is not good, especially it's not going to better yourself. Materials, money, at the end of the day, is just stuff. Yeah. Well, so at the And you're working so hard to get a better job, to get more money, but at the same time, are you sacrificing relationships and personal relationships with people that would probably, you wish you would had more time with, versus a career? And some people are career-driven. You but I, I think happiness is from your life experiences and having friends and family, even if it's not a whole lot, because not a lot of people want a lot of friends, but that that is more important than material stuff is money and objects. Yeah. What were you saying? Oh, I was going to say that a good comparison for that is, I mean, look at dragons, right? Dragons hoard, yeah. and they're so fucking rich. But, but they're you, so angry, dude. Have you ever met a happy dragon, dude? I've yeah. never met a dragon. I really oh, want wow. to. Oh, sucks for you, man. Dragon these nuts on your face is my favorite pastime. <laughs> that came out of nowhere. You, do you guys know the band Imagine Dragons? <coughs> Sorry. Do you know Imagine Dragons? Oh, my word. <laughs> Imagine dragging these nuts across your face, no, dude. All right. Um, so, <laughs> that, so, we're talking about... That, that defines happiness. So, we're solely talking about happiness. <laughs> happiness and dragging these nuts across your face. Um, not yours in particular, but yeah. um, we're talking about, you know, happiness, everything that goes into physical and mental well-being. What do you think about manifesting? Uh, me, personally, I totally believe in it. I do, too. As somebody who has achieved it, and it's very weird because you just, like, 
you start like you start manifesting it right through meditation or whatever, yeah. And then you kind of forget about it because you just keep doing it, and then you're so satisfied in the fact that you believe it's gonna be a thing exactly that it just goes away, and then it happens, and you're like, whoa, <laughs> like. And I I've did been, not. I've been trying. Like I've 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 had a list of things that I want to manifest for myself, and I'm just like solely focusing on that, not really like anything else, but just like having that and speaking it over myself because I also believe like heavily in the power of words like I think words Mm. over yourself whether you think it or not like if it's negative or derogatory towards you or somebody else like in a sense it's going to make them feel worse or worse in their emotional state I seriously think it affects like everybody like because there was actually a study done you remember that study on plants where they had the same like same environment everything like that and they cursed at one plant and told it like mean things like you're never gonna grow you're you're just like your father, <laughs> or yeah, um, or that like we're just like very derogative things and it like it would it wilted and stunted the plant's growth and they only on the other one in the same environment they only spoke words of life and like you're you're such a beautiful plant you're gonna grow you're you're amazing stuff like that and it like flourished right. Um, so I that's where I like I think power of words truly go into manifesting too because if you're speaking those things over yourself then you really have a lot of power. Well, you kind there. of like, I mean, it's and it's kind of unfortunately it's easy to see how it works on the opposite spectrum. Yeah. Because like if you wake up in the morning, right, you had bad sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, you're like, oh, this is gonna be such a cruddy day, and you start mm-hmm. with that. Your it's entire day be, yeah. is going to be, it always I heard, is. like, the, the yep. first it 30 minutes is. when you wake up set the tone for your day. Yeah. Not wrong. So, um, like, yeah. with that in mind, you're going to be, like, you tell yourself it's going to be a shit day. Throughout the entire day, all you're looking for are the bad things. So, at the end of the day, you can yeah. prove yourself right by going, yeah. yeah, that was a shitty day. Because that's all you're focusing on, too. Right. But if you just do it, like, do it in the inverse. Be like, it also ties into another thing I wrote down is on how to focus on the positives rather than... <laughs> yeah. Because it's so much yeah. easier to see the negatives in your life because those are the the heaviest, like, most pressing things in your life that are, like, weighing you down the most. Um, one of my friends, I was talking to him recently, and I, I'd heard it before, but I needed to hear it again, is, like, especially I've been going through some stuff recently like mentally and emotionally but like Judah lost five out of the ten of his toes oh my god and it's been really rough on him yeah he's that's that's not it but you know (laughs) um it's it's like if you have a million dollars and somebody takes one are you going to go chase after and let like the one dollar that you lost consume like your entire waking thoughts or are you just gonna let it go and keep all of your money same thing goes with time. Like, I don't know how many seconds are in a day, but, like, if you have, like, a, a billion seconds in a day and somebody steals, like, a couple seconds of your time, are you going to let that that negatively affect you and just be like, oh, my God, my day is ruined or my life is, like, right. over? And, like, it, it clouds your judgment. It really does because it's so easy to focus on the negatives. And it, as a society, we're... Oh my god, I keep going back to society. We're <laughs> Dude, geared that's your recurring in your society. We're geared so negatively um because that's how we feel like we're supposed to thrive, especially with like mm. it gears back to social media and um Being television. Yeah. Um we always see happiness and you know love stories and like everything going perfectly in the end, which is not realistic at all. So when things 
things do happen and shit eventually hits the fan yes. in life. Like, mm-hmm. it naturally will happen. It's so easy to just, like, give up or, like, be, like, destroyed or just, like, I don't know, stop caring in general about yourself and other people. It's, um, um like, it's, there's a lot of mistrust in, in people that's kind of been spread around. Yeah. And it's, like, it's hard to, like, I don't know. Uh, I feel like people with trauma have really bad times of, like, hey. like having a decent just all-in-all day or whatever because you just can't, like, you have it in your head that nobody can be trusted except for yourself, mm. and then you have, like, all of these. I know for me, I come up with scenarios all the time. Like, yes. I have... Yes, overthinking scenarios of, like, yeah. what they could be thinking I'll, about or, like... I'll have, and I actually, I looked it up. It was actually really bad, and so I tried to ignore it forever because it's, like, not a good sign of something. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> if you are, it's, I do it, oh, I've, I've gotten a lot better about it when, say you have, like, a confrontation with somebody, and it's probably not even that big. Yeah. Throughout the following week, every day, when I know I'm about to interact with that person, I'll be like, oh, this person is going to walk up to me and say this, so I'm going to rebuttal with this, and but mm-hmm. they're going to say this. And, and I have when you meet them, it doesn't go that, that way at all. Right. Painting and scenarios that don't happen. Right. I have a bad habit of, like, trust issues with people in general. Even if I'm not, like, in a relationship with them, like, I'll be like, oh, my God, what are they thinking? Yeah. Um, or, like, what are they doing right now? Like, why aren't like why aren't they texting me? Like, did I do something wrong? And it ties back into, like, uh, kind of a hatred towards yourself. <laughs> like, kind of, like, am I not good enough or blah, blah, blah. And, like, I found myself recently... Um, catching myself comparing myself. Mm, yeah. It leads back kind of, I guess it's self-centered. And I'm, I'm trying to work on it, and I think I'm going to get into therapy. But, like, comparing yourself and being like, oh, I'm not good enough, or, like, I don't meet this beauty standard, or I'm bad, or, like, even though I'm not that, I, I still, like, even when I was younger, I saw myself as a chunky kid. And today I was, like, walking by a window, and I saw myself, and I was like, oh, my God wait, I need to stop thinking like that because I was like, I look chunky. And I was like, wait, no, I don't. Like, if I saw myself when I was, like, 11 and saw myself now, I'd be like, oh, my God, I've lost so much weight. And, like, I had to literally physically say out loud, stop. Stop telling yourself that. Stop comparing yourself. And so I'm just trying and consciously stopping comparing myself or being hypercritical of myself. I feel like it stems a lot from, like, you know, our childhood and everything like that. Something that I have dis- kind of discovered, and this might be, like, a perfect way to bring it in, talking about self and, like, self-centeredness. <clears throat> um, I kind of put together the other day that, like, all... You know, like, the seven deadly sins, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They can all be tied back to just selfishness. Yeah. So, like, the majority of the problems that we have socially and interacting with our lives, I don't know if this is, like, too bold of a statement, but it kind of all revolves around... Self? Yourself. And, like, if you have all of the focus on you, you're going to have more problems than if you just get out of... Get out of yourself. Yeah. Don't focus on yourself so much. Because, like, you know... And what, like, does it, what does it really matter? There are if times you're, like, to focus on yourself, or... but like yeah. there are also times like there are healthy ways to focus on self, like yeah. pushing yourself to 
do the things you love even though you might feel lazy. Like, I know I'm pretty sure I have ADHD. I'm not, you know, I'm not, like, 100% sure. I haven't been diagnosed with this, so I'm not going to say I do. But I'm pretty sure I do because I have a constant inner dialogue. I have trouble focusing on certain things. Yeah. So it's just, like, working on yourself isn't self-centered. Like, there, like, there right. are healthy ways to focus on yourself. Becoming mm-hmm. vain in that is when it becomes yeah. an issue. When it starts affecting yourself and other people in negative ways, then I think it is unhealthy. Yeah. Well, that's when relationships come in key, where it's, like, less about yourself sometimes, and you're more there for somebody, or even having that one friend that you get to be with, and it's not all about you, and you're just doing what you want to do the entire time, because eventually you get bored. Yeah. There has to be something else in spending time with people. Yeah. I'm not saying you have to be an exact extrovert, but human interaction is important in having those key friendships. Yeah. Or even, yeah. I think practicing empathy in general is just a good... Yeah. Because I feel... I feel so much better when I can just, like, I don't know, help somebody else or, like, listen yeah. to somebody else or, because then I, you know, I don't know. I, like, I just don't, I don't, I, I know about myself. I don't really care to <laughs> focus yeah. on myself any more than I have to. Um, so, it all ties back into happiness and, you know, I'm trying to think. Real... It, uh, no, yeah, sorry, you know you're no. Go for sorry, I uh, I mean I was just gonna say uh, also bottom line, um to take to take away from that too when we talk about positivity and mentality it doesn't mean you have to be this bub <clears throat> sorry dry throat this bubbling beaming ball of overjoyed happy mm. energy all the time it's yeah. like you can't like positive mental thinking is good. But at the same time, it's, it's okay to accept that you have bad days. And like you were saying before, like yeah. if you have a bad day and you get bummed out, don't think, oh, I need to stop that. I need to stop that. No, it's okay. Yeah. yeah. Just as long as you're not like living in the negative 24-7 because then that'll have a permanent effect on you. Yeah, having feelings and emotions effect. is not a bad thing. I think oh. it's, it's natural like as a human to have emotions. And it's it's not like it's not like you're having to force yourself to think a certain way. It's cho- making a a mental choice to think a certain way. Yeah. It's like, okay, I've had a really bad day, but what are some of the positives? Like, one of my friends asks me, hey, man, you know, what are three positive things that happened today? And, like, all I can think of in that moment is, like, negative things. And so it forces me to think about, like, actually delve into my day. If I went through the day, like, numb, and I didn't, like, pay attention to anything because I was in such a just such a fuzz with everything that I'm battling with in my mind. Like you have to go back through your day and be like, okay, what are some positive things that happened? You know, it's also like, it comes with just retraining your brain because I don't know if this is like the case for a lot of people, but I kind of thought, and the reason I didn't like manifestation or like meditation was because I was like, um, ah, that shit's stupid because why am I having to pretend outside of the natural order of things, if the natural order is to be hateful and mean and angry about shit and, like, cynical and looking out for stuff. And constantly putting other people down. That's how you have currently trained your brain just subconsciously, like, maybe growing up in a bad... Yeah. In some bad shit. If you just... If you just retrain your brain to look out for and pay attention to the better aspects of life... Yeah. Then it fixes a lot of mental junk you know which leads a lot like another thing i wrote down was like childhood things that we remember that (laughs) affect us like 
physically and mentally today. Like, yeah. a lot of those things stem back to how we were raised, and I think that's the case for, like, everybody. Like, if you were raised in, I don't know, it's, it's your living situations that you were raised in is how you're going to be thinking. Yeah. Unless you branch out outside of your comfort zone and push yourself, you know, to learn different things. But at the same time, those kind of upbringings can be a nice template of how you want to do or not want to do things. Yeah, it doesn't exactly. mean that's the end-all, be-all of no. the set tone of your life. And I think a lot of people get that wrong in the fact that they're like, well, this is how I was raised. This is what I need to do. This is what everybody wants me to do. Mm. So I'm going to be unhappy, but I'm going to push through because everybody else wants me to do it. Right. And then you're living your life for other people um, instead of for yourself, which is also very dangerous because that leads to unhappiness too. For sure. Because if you like everybody else wants you to do it, but you don't want to do it, then you're not going to be actually happy. Yeah. Um. Another important thing I, I think about whole what I feel about manifestation. I, I agree with you guys on that for sure. And at the same time, another thing I've add to, uh, as far as manifestation goes, like focusing on it. At the same time, it doesn't mean you manifest and sit there and do nothing. Yeah. You right. also manifest, but you also move in the direction you, you want, want to, to be moving. Absolutely. Because if you just sit there and manifest or pray or whatever you want to do, it amounts to nothing if you're not doing anything. Yeah. You know, because that, that, that's that what I've been boils pushing down myself. to laziness. That's what I've been sure. pushing myself to do recently is like I'm also, yes, I'm speaking these things over myself, but I'm pushing myself outside of my comfort zones to do these yes. things. Yes. Yeah. Like actually posting stuff, songs that I'm writing or like wanting to pursue acting, things like even this podcast, like pushing myself yeah. absolutely. Like outside of my comfort zone. Like if I'm going to get negative ba- feedback, then that's okay. Like I'll get negative feedback, but I'm going to keep oh. pushing. I'll make, like, a hundred different accounts and message all of you guys and just critique the fuck out of you. No. Dude, I'm not going to lie. quietly and secretly. This right here is a small key part of happiness. This podcast yeah. right here is yeah. an example of happiness. We're just Pursuing, doing what we like. Yeah. It, it's just... It, I, yeah. I have created a philosophy. Not saying that we're better than anybody or anything like that, but, like, examples of, like, if you want to do something... Go for it. Just do it. If you don't succeed, that's okay as long as you're doing what you love. And don't I, give up. Like, keep exactly. trying. Keep here's, trying. Here's my kind of, like, philosophy now with life, or my motto, I guess, is if you enjoy it and you do it, it'll bring you fulfillment, you yes. know, financially, yeah. happiness-wise, whatever. Like, it, if you like doing it and you do it a lot and enough, it's going to give you what you're putting into it. Yes, yeah. exactly. and I think, I think that we've been, in the household, that at least that we were raised in, we were raised in a very fear-based household. Yeah, like, we were really rich. We lived on, we lived in like this eight-story mansion. Yeah, exactly. On a huge farmland. No, I wish. <laughs> um, we were raised in a very fear-based mindset. Like, even though we're like, yeah, pursue your dreams, but also... You need to get a job and, you know, also you need to settle down and get married and, you know, do this and this and this and this and this. Even though we were told to pursue our dreams, like, yeah. we're, we're all expected to make money and get a job and, you know, like, fulfill, like, a role that's somehow, like, placed upon us when we were younger. Mm-hmm. At least that's how it was for us. Um, and so, like, even though you want to pursue your dreams and you're like, yeah, let's pursue our dreams, there's that, there's the mindset that you're going to fail. Yeah. 
And so recently I've been getting, trying to push myself outside of my mindset and be like, it's okay if I fail. Right. Like understanding that failure is natural and you will, you'll learn and grow. And if you Mm. don't learn and grow from your failures, then you're like, you're not trying, you know? So I did, um, something that I've been working through a lot mentally is getting out of this. Like I've got, and I don't even really know where it came from, but it's this like constant. If I pick up anything, there's like this little devil on my shoulder. It. You're not gonna do it enough. You're, you're never, not gonna do it well. You're never gonna do it as good as you want to do it. Yep. And it's like getting out of that mindset and just saying fuck it. If I do it, I do it. Yep. You know, if I'm not yep. doing it, then it's not getting done, and I'm never gonna go anywhere with it. Yeah. So I might as well just do it. Instead of sitting there and, you know, Nike. Well, <laughs> also, got a great... may I point out, in our later years, um, with Dude, mom so in the in the um, <laughs> house, in the undisclosed location house. Oh, I'm definitely going to have to bleep that yeah. out. <laughs> so, in, in, in the boop house. In our last house we used to live, we, uh, we were last living in before we all moved out. You know, the house. Why? (laughs) (laughs) So, um, in in the last house we were living in until we moved out uh, with mom, I think in the later years, um, she actually did kind of, um, she was always saying, at least when I did. Are you talking about the house? (laughs) Stop it. So mom was teaching, or at least not teaching, but when I was pursuing music, and everything, I would be like super conscious about every, how everything had to be super perfect. And I think mom got into that uh, headspace of like, just do it, like put it out. It doesn't have to be perfect. Just yeah. do how you feel in the moment. Like if you're feeling like this, just do it. Go ahead and do it. Yeah. yeah. Just do the music. Do it how it is. As long as you put your hundred percent, ten percent effort into it. That's how I've had to. Like even with this podcast, we know Shout it's not out perfect. To mom. Yeah. We're, <laughs> Pete. We are, um, (laughs) we're pushing ourselves to grow and learn, you know, it's not going to be perfect. We're going to, they're going to have times on this podcast where it's going to be awkward or anything like that. And it's, it's also the same with like anything you want to do. Like Steven's taking his shirt off. Um, (laughs) I guess we're going shirtless. Okay. We're all shirtless now. It's really hot down here. Guys, what if we all did a podcast and just our underwear? I mean, we're in a basement. No one would know. No one would fucking know. What if we did it naked right now? Okay, let's go. Yep. All right, oh. let's go, everybody. No. Um, but, like, even with music, I've had to force myself recently because I'm very much, I try to be a perfectionist. Um, so I'll be like, I'll, I'll try and be like, well, that doesn't sound good. I'll start again. And I, like, I'll get so in my mind that, like, I'll just not get anywhere with the song or what I'm trying to do because I'll be so caught up on trying to be perfect that I don't do anything because I'm so afraid of failing. Yeah. So at the end of the day, we create our own happiness. Um, And, like, our emotions can be affected by other people. um, True. (laughs) And other things, but it's how we let it determine the rest of our... the course of our life or the course of, you know, a year or however long it takes, like... That's what matters. All right, I'm putting my shirt back Honestly, on. Honestly, back... Because now I'm going to be talking, and when I talk, I start sweating green goo out of my armpits. Oh. Uh, that actually kind of coincides with my last topic about, you know, if you focus on hate and fear and anger, all, all you'll end up doing is turning to the dark side. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, dude. You will fall was, to the dark side. When you said your last topic, I was like, I, he better be talking about the last podcast because, like, this episode he talked about Star Wars, and then you said, <laughs> <laughs> said the sin. 
Oh my god. So, I think that that kind of wraps this segment up and brings us along to Justice's segment. Oh yeah, mine is very interesting and Ooh. wildly different from everything that you guys have been talking about. That's kind Good. of the point and of I'm, this podcast. I'm glad we're ending it on this because this is kind of like it's kind of fucking wild. Are you guys ready? Yeah, yes. man. Okay. So, Chick-fil-A. Oh okay. God. We all this know This is already it. controversial. We all know it. We all love it. They make great fucking chicken. Do they? Right? Yeah. I don't know. I like they them. They do, yeah. I know. Well, Chick-fil-A okay. is solid. Look at it this way. They were so good that every other goddamn company, uh, yes. every other fast food joint said, we'll make chicken sandwiches just as good. <laughs> and they failed. Chick-fil-A didn't even have to get involved with that spat. Everyone was fighting back. each other. Well, this is what I found out recently, and it blew my mind because I thought Chick-fil-A was responding with a fucking gunshot what? at every other company. Chick-fil-A what? makes burgers. What? Wait, which location? Yeah. Where? When? Yeah, what? Chick-fil-A makes burgers. I Their saw it on the TikTok. Thing. It blew my mind, and I thought it was a rebuttal. It's not a rebuttal. This has to be a specific location. They've been making burgers since 1946. I thought their whole thing was like, eat chickens. Yep. You, it what? would be pretty controversial, right? Whoa. You're like, hold on. You're breaking your entire brand. It's not but on the menu. 1946, it's not on the menu unless you go to six specific stores all located in Georgia. What? There are only six branches since 1946 that have made burgers. Is it good, though? I have been looking up some reports on it. It's a... Hold on. The sandwich is a luau burger. and Like a pineapple burger? It supposedly is up there with from... I've heard a few accounts saying that it rivals In-N-Out burgers (gasps) for their, like, quality. Okay, where are these locations? Although, I've also heard that it is, um, Shit. it's, it's, yeah, it's like a horrible decision to even put one in your mouth. <laughs> so hmm. it's, it sounds very like people weird. have opinions. Uh, so hold on, let me look up the locations real quick. They're all, it's not hard to miss them because they're all called, pause, the Dwarf House Chick fil A. I've been to one of those. The one that you went to, did you go to in Atlanta? Because it's not in Atlanta. No. The white one? No. Oh, I don't know. No, Anyways. It, it looked like a like a little hut. Like that? I need to see the got actual like, thing. They've got like white signs instead so. of yeah. red. So Mom and I went to one. Dwarf House Chick-fil-A's, you can recognize them because they've got a little red door or something on them yeah, like that for dwarves. I, I went there. Why didn't you get the burger, dude? I didn't know it existed. Why didn't you get the burger? Okay, we actually, like, have to, because the closest one, they've got them in Fayetteville, Forest Park, Jonesboro, Pleasant Hill, Riverdale, and Woodstock. Pleasant Hill's in Atlanta. Pleasant Hill. Oh, that must be it, then. Yeah, I was in it. Okay. I I went there. I was thinking it was, like, a different one. So, yeah, uh, we should all go to Pleasant Hill and try one of these Chick-fil-A burgers, because now my mind is kind of blown. Dude. Dude. I, I remember hearing about Hawaiian hut-style Chick-fil-A's. I, I don't think I knew about the burger shit. Yeah, I know. I had no... Since 1946, they've been making 
burgers. Why does nobody talk about because that? Because it's right? contradicting to their slogan, <laughs> to probably. Their, but then they, why are they making it? If it's contradicting to their brand, weird. then why are they doing it? I guarantee you, they have been, and it was a known thing back then, but now it's probably a secret menu item. I guarantee you they don't have that on their menu. It's on their know. menu? They're talk- You can get it on the menu. They've got an. They've got an online menu, and you can look at it. And it's just a, it's just a bur- look, burger. That looks. Are, are is you egg sure? On it? Are you sure? That's like the breakfast one, I think. Positive. Looks like sausage. Is it sausage? Is it a so- Hey, is it a pork burger? Burger sausage. patty. Are you what? Yeah, it's it's like beef. That is insane. Oh, Judah, no, that's a uh, that's a piece of pineapple on the bottom. That's why it's called. Oh Luau yeah, the burger. Luau burger. Yeah, that's yeah. why I was saying is there pineapple on it. So that like I mean. I don't know, guys, but that was just I, I that just kind of blew my mind. Uh, I couldn't really find anything else about it besides the fact that we got to go try one, you Dude, know, and we'll <laughs> report it back on the podcast. I guess my, see what we my thought. next sub- segment will just be the update of us eating yes uh, a Chick Fil A burger. Huh? Holy crap! All right. So yeah, that's interesting. This fast food war, dude. I was hoping to God that it was like a. A shot back at every other place that was like, we can make your chicken sandwich. And then when they failed, like, I was we can hoping, make your burger. Yeah, I was hoping they were like, hey, good try, guys. Now we'll make a burger and destroy all of you. We'll like <laughs> dominate. We'll take over everything. And we'll serve it with best or better <laughs> customer service. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Like I, I know, uh, I know your wife used to work at one of these establishments. But, yes. Um, I she'll lose her mind hearing this. Yeah, you're about to. Hate oh, I told her. I told her about it. Already, when she picked me Dude. up and drove me, what did she think? <laughs> she was like kind of shocked. Uh, yeah, I'm about to say something. You about to be controversial, bro? I'm about to be controversial. Let's hear it. I don't think Chick Fil A is that good. Every time I eat it anymore, what? I'm like, eh. I don't know, man. I'm I don't know if it's because a, like I've I'm kind of a like for weird emotional stuff. attachments towards it right now. If you if you know what I'm talking about, like, but like for a while, like if I eat Chick Fil A, I'm just like I kind of feel sick. But that's like that's like eating too much of any sort of fast food. True. I feel I'm the kinda, same with McDonald's. I never really overate I'm done it. With Taco Bell. Yes. I can't. I, I don't know. If I'm too not much. Done, I'm not done yet with Taco Bell. Well, you have fun with that. I'm man. on that train still. They've they've ruined me when they gave me. I ordered. This was all. Oh, when this was is, this? This is this is the this brand. Not too long ago. I they just gave say, you rice. Yes. Yeah, dude. They did I it ordered, to me too. They forgot all any kind of sauce. And they the were beans, like, right? I don't no know beans. if when they asked if I wanted sauce and I said no sauce, that they were like, all right, guys, let's put no sauce on it at all. This dude is dry as hell. <laughs> they gave me, like, rice, and they scattered, like, a little bit of, like, beef in it. Yes. And it was just a wrapped rice and sprinkled beef. I guarantee you <laughs> I know what beef. happened. Because it happened to me, too. I ordered a BP5 layer. I took a bite. Dude, there were no beans. They made Gerald. Oh. No beans. Huh? What? Gerald. They let Gerald make it, dude. No. Oh, my word. Who's Shout Gerald? out to Gerald, whoever's making those. Dude, fuck you, Gerald. I wanted more meat. So Who's Gerald? The Gerald the Sprinkler. I bet you. Gerald sprinkles the meat. He's fucking with you. You know dude. Gerald personally? <laughs> yes. He owns Taco Bell. <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> Gerald? So they let him in out of courtesy, but nobody has the heart to tell him that he's not making anything right. So they just let him make the, the burritos in the back. If that Dude. were the case, and that he would just be sprinkles so the beef on there because he's like elderly and he has Parkinson's and he can't see at all. No, hold up. Uh, <laughs> no wonder he fucking missed my burrito. So he's back there. He's back there, and all you hear is fucking beef. And then everybody's too scared to say anything because he has a gun strapped to him. Oh, my God, dude. So I think the real reason why there were no beans in it, why there are no beans in your reasons is rice. Yeah. Rice is probably a good substitute. Well, they think it's a good substitute, but I guarantee you they ran out of beans, didn't cook any, and they're like, oh, "Oh, this is the next best filler. I'm just going to chuck a bunch of fucking rice. And instead of saying, hey, we are cooking new more beans right now, could you wait on beans? Dude, I got. Hey, one. have you seen how they make their beans? I got. I got. Oh, dude, like, I don't want to. No, no, no. I've seen how they make hey. their stuff. It's like it's like a powder. Like it's a bean powder. Yes. They add hot water to. What? Yeah. yeah same with their beef. No it's like way. all dehydrated. It's and shit dehydrated like that. shit. Ew. Yeah. I didn't know. Why do you that? think it's so cheap? I saw it. Sense. And I still it didn't deter me from what to eat it. it. Yeah. I still probably eat it. Just give me like a week, and then I'll be like, mm, Taco Bell. That's pretty good. I'll make my dehydrated food. Do you remember that? Hey, hold on. I gotta tell you guys about a burrito that I ate at Taco Bell that almost made me throw up. Oh God! It was a burrito, and when I grabbed it, I was like, "This ain't the this, right this burrito." But like, it had the wrapping, so I was like, "Okay, it's a burrito." What? I bit into this burrito, and it was all—it wasn't even like regular cheese sauce. You know the jalapeno cheese sauce that they have? Yeah, I love that shit. It was. <laughs> 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 you wouldn't if you ate this burrito. <laughs> Because it was burri- it was tortilla, a little bit of rice, and just the rest of it was just jalapeno. <laughs> Dude, they had to be quitting or something. I almost threw up eating this burrito because it was so much cheese sauce. And I, it Are you was talking about like the like, creamy jalapeno sauce they have in? Yes. It, it I'm was not just, light. Yeah, it would have yeah. been great with anything else in it, dude. You I know what? Is, dude, that is what... Like a uh, manufactured cheese like that will do. If you just have it by itself, I've done that with like the American sliced cheese, just like that grody cheese just, that's good on anything else. By itself, rank. You get it's like rank the, ass shit. You get the full uh, factory flavor if you oh. just eat like the re- like canned. You know cheese you're or... you know you're with like extremely white people. I had this happen with my one of my friends who I'm not gonna name names, but like if you hear this, you know who you are. He, oh, he ordered a quesadilla, and like it was like a chicken quesadilla or something like that. And he was like, "What sauce did they put on this? It's supposed to be just chicken and cheese." It was like the creamy jalapeno sauce. You know that yeah. stuff's like good. And he's like, "This is spicy. He's like, oh, I can't eat this." I'm like, "Dude, no. are you fucking kidding me? No way. There is no way you were that white to where you think just like a creamy jalapeno sauce is like too much to put on quesadilla." Dude, Does whoever this person is, do they like uh stray away from pepper often? <laughs> <laughs> I don't fucking know, dude. It's too spicy oh for him. God. I like seasoning my food, dude. I like I like a little bit of spice, but yeah. I've, I've kind of like grown out of the. I, I don't know. There's like a balance. I have, yeah, I, I was talking about this <laughs> earlier. I think like, do you remember that video? Or like, I just remember being talk about like talk about it when we were younger about that video of how they make chicken nuggets for um, McDonald's. With like, they yes. use bone and cartilage and all yeah. that stuff. Is that real? Yes. Yeah. They use bone? It, dude, chicken feet. Grind it all up. Chicken feet. Uh, uh, chi- hey, chicken nuggets. Same thing with bologna. That's well, what I was about to say is bologna. I hate the texture of bologna, 
Like, it's almost like chewing into fiberglass for me. Well, it's the same shit with hot dogs. Chicken nuggets is like the chicken of the hot dogs. Your mom. It it, it is essentially the same thing. They take all the excess parts, put it in a blender, and chock it full of corn syrup. Hey, so this is the end of the episode. I hope you guys enjoyed. Whoa. Whoa, what? I'm just kidding. Whoa, dude. It's not over till it's over. We got a few more minutes. Yeah, I would I would agree though. Like, but the weird thing is, I hate hot dogs. Can't stand them because of the texture, the yeah. flavor. I just don't mm. dig them. But I can eat bologna. But you like I the grainy texture. Shout down on bologna. I can only eat like one sandwich before I start noticing the texture, and I'm like, holy shit! Like, I need to get this out of my mouth. I got stabbed by a, a little piece of bologna one time. What? Uh, yeah, it was like Bone. it was just like a little little like something that didn't little blend spike up right. of a thing, and it just kind of jabbed in my. Hey, talking about fast food, wrap it back around to fast food. You want to know yeah. another weird thing that happened to me in a fast food joint, dude? Please do tell. I went through uh, Wendy's one day. Wendy's nuts hit your face. <sighs> oh man. Yeah, I guess. Uh, <laughs> but I went through a Wendy's. This was a, a while ago, and I was munching down on the fries. <laughs> <laughs> oh, why? Dude, while Justice was talking, why? I saw you spin around and your shorts were like sucked up into your ass cheeks and you turned was... around and fart into the mic. Dude, you were blessed to be able to see that. Like not I don't I'm not gonna let anybody ever see my ass cheeks again. You're my brother. Dude, I've seen on full your like full on seeing your ass many times as kids. Yeah, but not not again. It's gross. Ever. No Never one again. no one ever will ever see it again. <laughs> Talking about no Wendy's, one will be blessed though. enough to see that again. Yeah, okay, okay, so whipping was, it back to Wendy's. I was eating <laughs> <laughs> whipping it back oh, to Wendy's God. nuts at your face. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, buddy. So All I right. was, <laughs> <laughs> I was going through the Wendy's and I got the Wendy's fries. nuts at your face. Yeah, and I was oh eating the, I was eating these fries. <laughs> yeah, and and I bit down and something. Oh like, yeah. It. I, I swear to God, I felt like I had broken my tooth. And I was like, what in the mm. world? I reach in and pull out a fucking rock. No joke. It was yes. a rock. Just, I bit down on a, but like, I guess they just need to get better. At... Do you know what's funny? What? That happened to Ava, too, my wife. No way. We got fries at one of the Wendy's around us. Yeah. She, we just got fries and everything. And dude, she bit down, same thing happens, like a little crunch, pulls oh. out a black rock. Yep. Dude, that is, it's so weird. I don't know what happened with that batch, but there was just some guy in their shop, I guess, who was like, eh, I'll throw some rocks in there. There's <laughs> the soil. The soil's making it good. Ah, oh, the big boss said he wanted a little bit of texture in these fries. Let's all dump a bag of rocks in there. <laughs> I bet if someone is quitting, it's like, oh, you want texture? Fuck you. <laughs> I'll give you texture. Texture on these nuts. I have oh my God. a different bit of texture for you guys. Yeah. And it's uh, the ending of the podcast. I think this is a good, no. this is very textured. This is a good, a good textured wrap-up point. What do yeah. you guys think? I think so, yeah. I think this yeah. is very texturable. Steven got sad, but... The yeah. most... Oh, I mean... Well, hey, the limit on audio that we can post is five hours per episode, guys. Oh my so God. we gotta... I don't know if we got this, dude. We really gotta, like... I mean, we gotta pump out at least three... Four and a half more hours. Yeah. Let's do it. I think that... No, we're um, going to end it now. Real quick, yeah. uh, before we wrap up the podcast, I just want to say to all our audience members listening to us, um, we do have an Instagram. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. is called Tobobcast. So uh, the, the at least the Instagram is Tobobcast. It's t- all lowercase... Well, it's all lowercase for Instagram, but it's 
T B O B cast. Yeah. The three brothers from Brain Cell cast, or it's the main name of T B O B as an anagram with periods between it. Because but we are. Three, Three brothers, brothers, one brain, one brain cell. cell. One brain cell. So yeah. check us out on Instagram. Uh, it will help you guys keep updated when the next episode uh, releases. Also, you can use Spotify or Amazon Music to notify you of when we have our next episode. But just in case you want a little bit of behind the scenes, we do got that Instagram. Behind it. Yeah. Dude. Um, behind it. Hopefully, by the time this hits, we might also be on Apple Music. Hopefully. Yeah, but we, just we are on like, Amazon Music. We're too. on Amazon Music and, and Spotify. Spotify. Yes, uh, and Instagram. And so. we've had some people ask about Apple Music. Don't worry, we're get we're gonna get to that. Yeah, it's but like we gotta figure out budget because I didn't know that this shit cost money. Yeah, but it, it actually does. does. Yeah, thank all God right. we have jobs. Thank uh, well, some of us. <laughs> thank you, thank you all for listening, and uh, we will catch you on the flip and the flap of the next week. Flip flop next week. Peace.